Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time, but it seems like just yesterday when we were side by side. Beast mode, no one's blocking our way. <laughs> These other guys tried it, but them man ain't got the skills of Braden and Davy, brazen and raging, bringing you the thrills and spills. Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT. Us man are too sweet, Brady, BVP, the BV elite. Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT. Us man are too sweet, Brady, BVP, the BV elite. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, and of course, live... Twitch.tv slash up next podcast every lunchtime, Thursday, 1 p.m. We talk about AEW. For now. Yeah. For now. For now. It's card subject to change. Card subject to change. Time subject to change. Yes. Thursdays, 1 p.m. Eastern time. Come have brunch with the BDE. That's what we've been doing as we talk about AEW dynamite yes we're your nxt friends friends we'll always be your nxt friends but uh seems like wednesday nights are for the boys wednesday nights are for what about the girls the dynamite uh, you know there's there's tuesday nights there's wednesday nights there's thursday so only we're, we're limiting our audience to only the guys yeah all I right heard... fuck off women <laughs> this is just for lads no that was if you're a female listener fuck off do something else that was waiting in our rumble. Yeah. <laughs> we just decided to go off on women. No, uh, yeah. So probably uh, in the future, uh, our Dynamite live shows will probably be Wednesday nights. But for now, we'll come hang out on Thursdays as we record this. Uh, come hang out and listen to us talk about all the different wrestling. We have so many podcasts going on right now. Of course, Up Next came out last night. We recorded it talking all about last night's NXT and Roderick Strong's lovely shirt. You can hear all our mm. thoughts on on that wherever you find this podcast right now. Uh, but we like to talk about other other wrestlings and other graps as well. Um, we've briefly mentioned that we have a best death match ever uh, coming out. It's already out for the patrons early release. But if you 
Can't wait for that show. Sign up for the Patreon. But uh, maybe I'll put it out for free a little later tonight. Yeah, yeah. Nice. it's going to be available. Uh, we're going live with uh, Stephanie Chase tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern Time uh, on Steph's YouTube channel. So check out that Stephanie Chase Wrestling on YouTube. And we're going to be doing a live watch along of Onita versus Terry Funk. And come join us because we're going to be talking about that match with Damien on best death match ever. So it's a great lead in and then it should drop in your feeds later tonight. Yeah, uh, especially because we recorded it with Damien yesterday and then we talk all about Onita, the legendary wrestler and how Damien uh, has like his bat signed by him oh, yeah. and has had like like dinner with this guy, interview this guy. And we were briefly saying, hey, like, I wonder if he'll show up. He should be the special ref. Well, he showed up here tonight on Dynamite, technically. He sent in a video. He was, so yeah, he's, he's on Dynamite. This Dynamite was loaded. If you are a wrestling fan and you have been for a long time, this is easily one of the strangest wrestling cards on paper. You had an appearance from Onita. Mm-hmm. You had Shaquille O'Neal wrestling oh, yeah. Cody Rhodes in a mixed tag match. And Tully Blanchard hit his slingshot. Lacing sequence. up the boots yeah, again, like yeah. What was going on on, on the Dynamite uh, this week? Just crazy. Uh, there's, there's. I feel like there's lots of news going on. I know Revolution is this Sunday, and the exploding barbed wire death matches all the rave. I think I'm super excited for that more than I should be. Like I feel like I'm, I'm secretly hyped for that match when I know it could be a complete letdown. Yes. But like I'm I, I don't think it will. I don't think it can be. It's not gonna be everyone's cup of tea. Yeah. But I think for what it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be very good. Well, I think uh I'm super stoked for it and we're gonna be doing a watch along. Come hang out with that uh with us for that. And it seems like Moxley's been busy. He did his match with, with Kenta. Yeah. He retained mm. the title. Which I mean you're going into a world title pay per view match. You shouldn't be losing. You watched the match? Yeah, yeah. It so was okay. It I was, was alright. Yeah, it was um, okay. There's I, only so yeah. like when you're going we're used to kind of having some sort of noise and crowds in wrestling now. When you're going yeah. back to the very empty setting, I think it's difficult. But I quite enjoyed the match. It was nothing. Epic was only, what, 15 minutes, something like that. Yeah. But I, I thought they had a decent match. Uh, I don't think Kenta's got it. He hasn't had it for a while. Okay. that's That's been my thing. I uh, disagree. I think he's been good at his yeah, level. I think he's at that His level. Of, his level. Hey, not everyone can be the guy, yeah. right? And I think for his level, for that kind of US title picture, I think he's great. I think he's been having good matches. I think the... The character shift definitely helped him. I think he the felt, heel turn. Yeah, I think he felt a bit lost in that G one when he first came over. But I, I've been enjoying his stuff. It's weird. Uh, he came over to New Japan and then he turned heel. And then I remember what he came out and and at Wrestle was it Wrestle Kingdom. He he came out like what's it a year ago? Uh, what at the end of Naito's win? Yeah, yeah. That's that was a year ago. That was his turn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, his turn hasn't really helped him too much because I... Well, what do you... Do you expect yeah. him to be the guy? Is that it? No, because no. Because not everyone can be the guy. No, and I... I ex- don't see him at that level, but... No, no, I Compared expect- to WWE? No, I expect him to have matches that I can... In- okay. Like, talking about. Can't say I would recommend go watch that match no? with Moxley. Okay. It was... It was just a TV match. I enjoyed the the six men on the card. Right. I enjoyed the other matches on the card more than that match. Okay. Including the two guys I didn't even know. Right. So I was like, hey, this is great. I want to watch it for these guys. Yeah. And then I, I came for, Mo- I guess they did their job. Yeah. I came for Mox and Kenta, and then they You're didn't, re- by yeah, them. I was more interested oh. in the other stuff. I, I like the main event. The Brody King. Brody King is someone I think is going to be a huge star in wrestling. Mm. I, I love his look. I like his wrestling. 
Uh, I, I thought that match was really fun. But uh, it's interesting that Moxley retains that North American title, or sorry, the U.S. US. title. Because, uh, like, I guess it keeps that door open for different things. I think things. it makes sense. New Japan have, like, 64 titles. So why why not keep... 63, it? come why soon, not, right? Yeah, <laughs> why not keep the U.S. title on your guy who's in the U.S., who's... PWI's wrestler of the year. Yeah. Like why? Why Kenta? Why give it up to someone else when you can do a match like this every couple of months and draw some interest? I felt the same way when I watched the women's tag title match last night. For some reason, I was like, oh, I'm so stoked to see Raquel and Dakota win. As soon as like the entrances were hitting, I was like, they're not winning this no. match. They're not winning. And it felt the same way with Kenta. When I saw him come out, I was like, he's not winning yeah. this title. Um, Moxley's just too hot right now. Uh, I heard online, uh, you know, I love going on Twitter and reading wrestling Twitter dirt sheets, as we'll probably talk about more of. Uh, New Japan doing a second Tokyo Dome show this year. Oh, okay. That seems crazy. Right. I know they have to catch up on, you know, lost mm. things from the previous year. But that sounds like it's a little... Uh, I don't know, pushing it, the world is still not fully. Uh, I, I, this is first I've heard about it. Yeah. What if they? Said? I don't know. So I saw people saying that they're they're aiming for like some sort of springtime, summertime Tokyo Dome show, as well as like other like pay per view. I wonder if that's when they like around the time they did the Jingu Stadium show. Yeah, last year, yeah, maybe? yeah. True, maybe. Um, unless it's that, but unless you could do, like, I'd be down for some sort of crossover with some of the other companies, like, uh. All Japan or Noah right. or DDT. I, I don't know. Maybe yeah. uh, that's a way you could maybe fill a stadium and have a few more interesting matches because the roster seems thin. I feel like we're just having the same matches over and over again. In I, New Japan? Yeah, I haven't gone back to see Castle Attack. I've heard there's some good matches on it, but I feel like I've seen Naito Ish yeah. uh, Ibushi a few times. I feel like I've seen Ishii J. White recently. There's a bunch of stuff I've already seen that nothing really particularly excites me so um i agree i i have not watched it back i'm a huge new japan fan but how many times do i have to watch kota versus naito yeah you've had great matches guys but like let's let's move on maybe Mm. and they still go back to it and it's like okay i'm not like i'm not too big on desperado as as some are i know it's like give him a chance because he's finally kind of breaking through Mm. but i still haven't seen too much that makes me you know want to kind of I'm interested in his Coda match. I, I will say that could be good. I liked his. I think it was him and Ishii had a really good match in the New Japan Cup last year. Uh, I did really like his match against Hiromu. I just like that it's someone fresh. I like. I'm complaining that we're seeing Naito and uh, Ibushi all the time. I'm happy to have something fresh, and I believe that match has already happened. I think. I well, think that happened this morning. What today? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so caught up. We'll try and check that out later if I've got. Time. I'd imagine like the winner of this New Japan Cup faces the champ. And uh, sorry, they've they've mixed the belts now. I see in World or One. Yes. Right. Okay. So I'm... so yeah, winner of the cup will uh, will go to face Ibushi. Okay. Um, so do you have a a pick? Uh, I haven't really looked. I'd pick. I, I mean, it's pretty much the the it's roster. The same the people. Yeah. yeah. Ishii. <laughs> um. I mean, I think I think New Japan Cup is the time where you can put it on. Maybe someone a few rungs down. You're not going into Wrestle Kingdom. It's kind of to set up for a more of a B pay per view. So, um, yeah, maybe she, maybe Takagi. Takagi's not got a title oh, anymore. Oh right. Um, so I'd be down for that. But oh hell yeah, they'll probably just go with Okada or Naito again. 
I don't know. I'd like to see Shingo put on some. I'd like Shingo Ibushi. I think yeah, that'd be good. That'd be crazy. Or Ishii Ibushi. Either of them, I'm happy with. Shingo definitely being a guy over there is something I am interested mm. in. I think his matches always deliver recently as yeah. of late. So yeah, a uh, big fan of that. We talked a lot about Ishii and uh, some Shingo on that Neverweight oh, best yeah. match ever. That was crazy. Some people say that title doesn't mean anything and they hate it. We did it justice. We mm. proved everyone wrong in that match in that uh, show. Uh, another thing, obviously, is like we're going into this uh, AEW show and already like Big Show shows up. And uh, I refuse to say Paul White. Hey, he's the big show. He's the big show with his no BS. Yeah. Greatest shirt ever. You want it? No. You want it? I'll get it for you. No, I'm good. No BS. Thank you. No BS. He, uh, I'm going to cut right to the the chase here is that he says that someone who's a big signing, a big signing, huge, Mm. huge is coming on Sunday to Revolution to show up. So instantly. He's sick. Yeah, you sound like shit. I Sorry, have like, like <laughs> I have a like a weird nasally thing going on. Oh, great! Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> uh, so, Big Show uh, says that someone's going to show up, and it's giving me total like TNA vibes. Yeah, I'm I'm unsure of it. He's the world was the word was a future Hall of Famer, um, and someone there was a tweet today kind of clarifying that it is a huge, huge deal. Um, so I'm trying to find the the tweet. Um, oh, Stephanie Chase reported that Tony Khan on AEW Unrestricted said, a major star in the world of wrestling, a huge, huge star, is going to come and sign a multi-year contract with AEW on Sunday at the pay-per-view. So I can confirm what Paul White said is true. And it's not the person in the ladder match. So we're going to have a couple of surprise uh, surprises at Revolution. Um, at first, I was thinking it might be the TNA thing. They're going to hype it up and it's going to be a future so NFL Hall of Famer. Right. But if this is a legit signing, of course, promote it ahead of time. Yeah. It's very, it's as someone who I, you know, I was younger and I watched TNA through those years. They did it all the time. And I am someone who's so behind this AEW. I am mm. so behind this show. I would much rather, I'm, I'm happy NXT's moving. I would way rather watch this show live. This is the cool wrestling show mm. in, in, in modern times right now. Like I mentioned, we had Tully in a match. We had a Shaq in a match. Tully fought a dinosaur. Guys, <laughs> this show's the greatest wrestling show right now. But when they do shit like this, it go, I go TNA. I go, this is exactly what they used to do time and time. Every fucking month, they'd be like, hey, tune in. you have to buy our pay-per-view to see who shows up at the end and point. Yeah. That's like they always did it. It was it was clockwork. And I'm seeing the internet wrestling people being like, hey, it could be Christian. Christian was one of those TNA guys who jumped and I, did that. I think anyone below Christian will feel TNA-esque, you know? Uh, I think Christian... He's the guy I see as being likely because the story is Edge hitting that spear on Elias at SummerSlam. That's when AEW called him and were like, hey, are you Can you wrestle? Can you wrestle? Right. And I feel that Christian may have shown up at the Rumble, shown that he still can go, and they might have contacted him and go, was that a one-off? What's your contract? And we've seen there's been zero follow-up. He hasn't even appeared on Raw or SmackDown after the Rumble. So that's who I'm leaning to. Moxley just recently in an interview mentioned Christian. Right. He, how he wants to fight him. Okay. So, I mean, there's there's that. Uh, I I don't know if that necessarily is, like, 
the move. I feel like Christian would easily show up in WWE just because of that Rumble appearance. Mm. If if so, if they let him slip through, that's kind of a waste for. That's what happened that. with Big Show. Big Show was just on TV. Yeah, um, but it's Big Show. It's like I'm not. I'm who, not like who knows what goes through WWE's mind. Yeah. Like Sting was like, "Hey, I want to do some cinematic matches." And they were like, no, we're not interested. Christian possibly thought he was coming back for some sort of run. They're like, oh, no, we just wanted the the rumble spot. It's weird. Like, not how I'd book it, but that's what I'm leaning to. But also, if you want to get ridiculous, you've got the likes of Brock Lesnar, who's been out of contract since (laughs) August, I think. Imagine this is how you bring in Brock or Punk or something. No way. There's no way. You would do that with a shock with a crowd. That's it. There's no way you'd... You'd you get Big Show to hype up either of these two. I know they've they've had history mm. both. Yeah, I know people. I, Punk and Brock, like yeah, Big Show's fought everybody because mm. he's been around for so long. I just could not imagine that's the pull. I'm imagining we got someone who's ho- they said Hall of Fame worthy. Mm. So like what like a Christian? He's Hall of Fame. Is he already in the Hall of Fame? He's not in Hall of Fame uh, yet. No. Hall of Fame worthy. He's yep. he is Rob Van Dam. He's Hall of Fame worthy. I hope it's not. But I hope it's not him. I don't want to see him. No. Um, I don't. I think that's a letdown. Yeah. I don't. I don't really know who this this big signing is supposed to be. But I don't like the fact that you're setting yourself up to make us go. Oh, it's just that guy. Wait. It's got to like they're saying huge, huge. It's got to be huge, huge now. Anything below, yeah, they TNA it up. If it is, if they deliver on a Brock or a Punk, uh, you'd be like fair play at AEW. Next time you go, we got a surprise. At a pay-per-view, I'm going to trust you. But right. if they go, oh, it's Rob Van Dam. It's Bully Ray. Yeah, you're going to go, ah, cool. All right. Yeah. Well, the other surprises is this ladder match, and people are talking about what uh, Ethan Page or uh, who's the other the guy that people are talking about showing up. Uh, not, not so much main event spot, the signing. This for the ladder match. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I do see Ethan Page. I, I think whoever this, the surprise is is going to be the winner and face Derby. Right. Um, I think Ethan Page kind oh, of so makes, that makes a lot sense. of sense. Yeah. Because um, you can then build up their feud quite quickly again. Um, not going to be able to show clips from Evolve, obviously, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you can absolutely hype up their past. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm interested in the pay-per-view alone. I know that, like the card itself has some matches that you kind of scratch your head at and be like, well, that's that seems like a dynamite. It seems like a dynamite with a crazy... Tag uh, exploding match. Yeah, I'm. Not, well, I mean, we'll do predictions at the end. Yeah. But I got to say, I'm not particularly excited for this pay per view. And I think having been spoiled by having a few good main roster slash NXT pay per views that have clocked in under two and a half hours recently, I am not particularly excited of seeing this. What is it? Nine match card. What? It's going to be long. It's starting at eight. It's going to be a late night. I feel. <sighs> and. Not many of these matches are really jumping off the page for me. I'm sure they'll be good. I'm sure there's going to be really fine wrestling and yeah. some surprises and some good stuff. But um, compared to the TV, because I think we've had some pretty good entertaining dynamites over the weeks, I can't say it's built to a really exciting pay-per-view bar that main event. Uh, I, I agree. I feel like their dynamite shows, their TNT shows, maybe they're... Uh pardon but maybe they're blowing their wad too quick with like showing you free matches on tv mm. you're showing me your jurassic expresses and ftr and quote-unquote grudge mm. type match do it on pay-per-view i do love how every week you feel like there's a special show you worthy yeah, match sure. on it every week I, yeah. i'm really impressed by that but yeah i i kind of agree you could have maybe switched a few things around 
Uh, I'm still gonna. We're gonna be watching it. I'm super hyped for it. It's great. Uh, and of course, this episode here today, like getting kind of all the talk in the wrestling world. Because yeah. Um, uh, also, first, first off, before uh, rest in peace to Jim Crockett Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and here we get to see Tully in a match, and who comes out with J.J. Dillon. So it's like all sorts of throwbacks and stuff. Oh, yeah. And if you're that kind of wrestling fan, you definitely tuned in to see like FTR and this this Tully thing. But maybe if you're a different type of wrestling fan, you tuned in to see Shaq. Oh, yes. So let's talk about Shaq. Let's talk about AEW from March 3rd, 2020. We start off with the mixed tag match, the dream match, if you will. It is Cody Rhodes and Red Velvet versus Jade... Sorry, Cargill? Cargill. Cargill. I still think Jade Lady because of JR. (laughs) Jade and Shaq who comes out looking shacked. He is huge. He's a big guy. He is big. Uh, I know AEW is what they say. It's for the smaller wrestlers, smaller guys, mm. junior heavyweight division. Yeah, because this guy comes through the tunnel, has to duck to get <laughs> out of it. Looks like a giant out here flexing. The shot of Jade and Shaq on their entrances already made me go like, hey, they look le- like she looks legit. Yeah. This is what this is. This isn't. This is to get everyone to watch and go, oh, Shaq's wrestling. But it's to get someone in this match over beyond belief. And I have, I, I would believe it's Jade. I, I think it, we'll get into the match, but I would say put everyone over. I I really yeah, enjoyed this. this is true. Uh, but so, yeah, Jade was the project. You're yeah. completely right. So Shaq is, is just huge here, coming out with his big guns. And it's Cody and Shaq who are going to tie up here. And every time Cody tries to do like the classic wrestling tie up, it's it's Shaq kind of just like swatting him away, shoving him away because he's just so much bigger. Shaq then does the classic Muhammad Ali uh, leg dancing move, like I'm too the fa- shuffle. I'm too yeah. fast for you, float like a butterfly. Uh, then Shaq decides to to try his hand at some chops. <laughs> and uh, some of them were really good, and some of them were just really weird. He it, goes he, like, "Ha!" I feel like a like a chop or a slap. You follow through, right? You're like you hit the skin and you keep your yeah. momentum going. Whereas his was like pat. Yeah, he was like pulling away from it each time. He didn't want to. I'm sure he got good hand, big hands, but there was like, he's gonna take it. Yeah, there was one that looked actually really good, and the rest kind of just didn't look too impressive. But I was like, "All right, go get it, Jack." Check uh, tags in Jade, which therefore Cody has to tag in. Red Velvet. Velvet and Jade tie up here. It's Jade who runs at her with like a bicycle kick to sort of the, the boob more than the face. Yeah, it was to the chest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's then Velvet who comes back off the top with a cross body, but Cargill catches her, hits her with a fallaway slam and a kip up, kind of like uh, Adam Page there. Shaq is on the outside now, and the Gun Club, who are part of the Nightmare family, along with, like, 30 other people, decide, hey, well, the ref's not looking. I'm going to help my boy Cody out. And Austin Gunn decides it would be a good idea to take his chair, the steel chair, and smack Shaq with it, who no-sells it, grabs Gunn and, like, whips him over the barricade here and, like, body slams his shit out of the Gun Club. This looked great. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're a lot smaller than Shaq, and he's just body slamming them like nothing. Uh, there's While all this is going on, Red Velvet hits a moonsault to the outside onto Jade, Cody, and QT. So took out more so her team than Jade, but still. Uh, then they fight back into the ring here. 
and Jade is now getting the offense, beating down on Red Velvet. The the women in this match decide to set up tables ringside because mm. fuck it, why not? Hardcore, baby. Uh, there's Red Velvet who hits her with an enzigiri in the ring, and then Cody tags himself back in, so Shaq's back in. Shaq gains the upper hand on Cody, sets him up for a powerbomb, does the classic Brody Lee, like, taunting move mm. before the powerbomb, powerbombs Cody in a great-looking powerbomb, oh, yeah. I, I thought, just flattening him here. JD hits a spine buster. There's then, uh, like, chaos, all four people fighting everywhere. It's... It comes to conclusion with Shaq on the apron, and I mentioned that there was tables set up. He's he's like where he should be to be tagged. Cody runs at him with like a spear through the ropes kind of move over the rope. Yeah, jumped like over the top, yeah. diving over the ropes onto Shaq. They both fly off the apron through these two tables. Wow, I can't believe Shaq took that bump. Great bump. What a bump. This takes out Cody and Shaq, leaving Red Velvet alone to hit a spear on Jade, but she can't keep her down. Only a two count. Jade uses her strength, gets up, hits her with this double chicken wing face buster, the implant buster, and Jade pins Velvet. Shaq has won his first match oh, in yeah. AEW. Wow. 1-0. Shaq. Uh, I love this. I thought it was great. I, I love the decision to kick off the show with this. I think if you're trying to get eyes on um, people tuning in for Shaq, it's a lot easier to just be like, it's 8pm. We're starting off with it rather yeah. than tune in sometime between 9.40 and 10. Right. You know, uh, It made the show a really hot start. We've all been down on this story, right, going into it. The story sucked. But huh. as soon as Shaq and Jade came out, I started getting excited. I was like, yeah, actually, I'm I'm quite curious for this match. Um, thought Jade and Red Velvet looked great. Um, Jade's going to be uh, fantastic in this division. She's got a star quality about her. I thought all the moves she hit looked good. Um, Red Velvet, I really hope they sign her because... Uh, what, she's not signed? Not yet, no. She's on, like, a retainer contract. Oh, she's got to be signed then. Yeah. I would think so. I thought she looked great. Her, like, spin kick looked awesome. Uh, Shaq taking that table bump. It kind of felt like you could just ignore all the story going into this. This just felt like an exhibition. Like, Cody was essentially playing heel in this match with the gun club using the chairs. I'm pretty sure he poked Shaq in the eye before doing that dive through the tables. Right. But it's like, this is out of canon. This is just, it's Shaq in a wrestling match. Watch it. Um, table bump was great. I really enjoyed this. I thought this was great fun. Yeah, I thought it was fun. And we we figured that there's this was either going to be a train wreck or it would be this. It, I mean, it wasn't the greatest wrestling match ever, but it, I was genuinely like interested in seeing Shaq try to do some moves. And he... He did he did a great power bomb and he took that bump which was nuts and I know he's like standing there for a while but he he, he went flying. Yeah. He went flying. He's big and he flew through those two tables. So uh, and you could tell there was like some padding and stuff underneath them but like fuck he took the bump. You saw that Gronk didn't want to fall off into people. <laughs> Shaq's like I'll fucking jump into two tables. No yeah. pro- no problem. Uh yeah, I I I'm not I'm I'm not too big into to basketball as well. I, I know Shaq because he's like a pop culture icon mm. for the past like twenty years plus. But it was it wasn't something I needed, but like I still enjoyed it. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Um, I listened to the Cody media call earlier. Okay, and they were saying that uh Shaq said that it's going to be the greatest celebrity match 
ever. And Pat McAfee replied like something like, I beg to differ. Right. And Cody went, oh, it's funny Pat says that because he doesn't stop calling AEW wanting a job here. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I saw him tweet about last night. Yeah. He was like, great job, Shaq, and all that stuff. Could you imagine that if Pat McAfee weasels his way into it? Is he the Hall of Fame worthy? Hall of Fame Huge worthy. Star. Jeez. Oh, no. Is it? Don't do that to me. Uh, after the match, everyone's checking on, on Shaq because he's just knocked out. So Jade technically won the match, but but Shaq is hurt. So they have to load him onto like some stretchers. They're going to take him to the back. When we come back from commercial, it's like... He's he's being dragged out here, and they're like, oh, this is serious. He has to bend his legs to fit into the yeah. ambulance. <laughs> JR says it uh, like kind of tongue-in-cheek as yeah. he's getting loaded in. He's going, oh, it's serious. Oh, it's serious. And he's meant to be, what, like knocked out, and then you just see him lift his legs. Yeah, he's to, like, like, I'm okay. Himself. I got to fit in this ambulance. Uh, so then they like cut back to... Like ringside, Daly's place, as like commentary are talking and JR's talking. And then you see like Tony has now made his way to the ambulance and it cuts back mere seconds after. And he's like, hold on, I, I got to get a word with Shaq here. I'm not going to let this go off like this. And then opens the ambulance door. First of all, th- what are you doing, Tony? The guy's hurt. Why <laughs> would you be doing that? That's fun. Last night on NXT, we talked about how it, the, the therapist was like totally breaking yeah. uh, the rules of like client and confidentiality this fucking tony's just going into the ambulance i think tony khan needs to sit down with shivani and alex marvez and be like marvez you can't just keep showing up at people's houses there's rules and fuck if one of our talents in an ambulance going to the hospital tony like leave him be so he goes to look at Shaq and try to get a word with him. He must have saw him move his leg so he's like he's alive i can talk to i can talk to him he opens the ambulance door like i gotta get this scoop but Shaq is gone supernatural Shaq <laughs> poof vanished Shaq has disappeared and Tony's like ah uh, uh, he's 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 not here well where is he I I have a theory that this you're kicking off the show with the Shaq match you're thinking you might get a few like non-wrestling fans but who watch Sports Center, who know who Shaq is that kind of thing coming and watching and this little thing might just be to to get those people go I kind of want to find out and wonder they might be, oh, we might come back to this later tonight. Yeah. So maybe a way to try and keep people in to watch the whole show, even though they didn't address this again. They didn't address it at all. No. So uh, I haven't looked this up. What what happened to Shaq? What are we... What are we... magic. <laughs> I mean, he was a genie. He's taken The Undertaker's <laughs> powers since Mark Calloway wow. retired. He's, he's now The Undertaker. <laughs> So he's fine, or did he? Someone just take take him out of there, Christian? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand. Uh, what I would have done is had him come to and do the interview with Shivani and be like, "Say something. Say something. Say get this Jade is, over." This is more interesting. We're now curious. We're talking about it. Like, what is happening next with Shaq? Because it leaves you to think there's got to be more if you're doing this yeah. vanishing angle. He's going to reappear at some point. See, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, it's interesting because it's like it's getting people talking like, well, wait, what the fuck happened with Shaq? But at the same time, it's dumb. It's stupid. <laughs> we just saw him there. And then it's like, let's cut to this the sky for a second because they're outside. Let's cut to the sky of the look at the sun here in Florida. Oh, wait, let's go back to Tony. Oh, he's gone. It's oh, he's, it's so carny. It's like, come on. Like, it's magic. Uh, we see people disappear in wrestling all the time. It made me laugh and just went, what? They 
But you did a good thing with that match. Why do you got to re- try to reverse that? <laughs> I thought it was quite funny. <laughs> is he show- is he the Hall of Famer? No. Worthy Hall of Famer? He should sign. That's the that's the Yeah. He's like I'm the one. Big show help me sign. And then I don't know. Fuck. Just... I I think that would be a disappointment. Yeah. I think it'll be I think it'll be someone new. Disappearing Shaq. Shaq Fu. So we continue on to some actual wrestling into this show. Uh, the Death Triangle, well, two parts of it. Pac and Ray Phoenix are going up against John Schuyler and D3, mm-hmm. the Mighty Ducks D3. Uh, they beat the hell out of Schuyler, like, right away. Pac and Ray Phoenix are on fire. D3, D3 tries to get in there, uh, but it's the, the, the rope run... Like Pele kick from Ray Phoenix, then the Fosbury flop from Pack to the outside, then a 450 and Ray Phoenix hitting the Fire Thunder driver, and they it's a squash match and the Death Triangle kind of showing that they're here to to stay here. They want to be a prominent tag team. I love this squash. I want to see more of these. Just one minute of these two guys just hitting the most insane looking moves and then winning. I, yeah, I thought this was great. I love this. Yeah, it, it got, definitely helped push their their needle here you're like oh yeah you guys are like super talented wrestlers that are kind of underutilized and here they out come out and squash some people so um they're they're going to be in that tag team battle royal yeah on the pay-per-view so maybe there's the shoe in there to see if they win i i think that's my pick to win for sure yeah that would be crazy pack and ray phoenix versus the bucks i think so yeah. yeah i think that's what we're going for we go to the inner circle press conference in the ring i feel like they do these a lot they do Okay. They say, uh, hey, we have our title match this weekend against the Young Bucks. Thanks to Barstool Sports, says Chris Jericho. uh, Because they're there and they're letting people take, like, media things. Jericho says, uh, well, I've been... I lost my title one year ago and it's fine. I've moved on. I'm a seven-time tag team champion. And I've tagged with with greats. I've, I've been champion with Dwayne Johnson. I've been champion with Big Show. But no one I've ever tagged with is as nearly as good as MJF. So we're going to be champions. I'm going to be eight-time tag champion. They go to Conrad Thompson, who says, what are the odds of you guys letting Sammy Guevara back in the inner circle? MJF calls him turkey tits and says, we don't want to hear his name brought up ever again. It's not happening. Move on. Let it go. Find a new show. Go back to Nebraska is what they say. Uh, more Barstool Sports guys, they say, hey, why did you attack the Young Bucks' dad? What was the deal on that? Well, MJF says, he attacked Jericho first, so we just took revenge on him. Not everyone saw that, but uh, he's just making up some blatant lie that the dad attacked Jericho. He says it was an act of self-defense, and uh, we're over these uh, disgusting pores out there who shop at Target. Uh, I don't shop at Target, and, uh, well... That that malnourished Matt Jackson and that not slick, wishes hair was thick Nick Jackson. Santana grabs the mic and says, "Yeah, it was our idea to beat up their bitch ass pops." <laughs> That's their whole. The only reason these guys are there is like, yeah, we told them we we were we told them we we did it. You know what? Be a really <laughs> good idea, guys. Let's beat up their dad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Next question is from Eric B, aka. Eric Bischoff. Oh, yeah. Who's here. He says, do you know the condition of Papa Buck? Um, and in your, your whole career, Jericho, you've you've had a stupid list of ideas, but why did you do this? And he's like, you idiot. It's you, like basically the little feud between mm. Jericho and Bischoff here. He's yelling at Bischoff, but the young bucks come out to interrupt here. They say, "You, we knew 
ha- having to, to, to fight you guys coming up, that you'd try to hurt us, that you'd, you'd hurt our friends, but our father, you made it personal. And then they just go into a lovely, how do we feel about our dad segment? And they say, uh, well, our dad's the greatest. He, he, he knew that we wanted to be wrestlers, so he got us a, a ring in the backyard. He taught us everything, faith, family, love, all the things Jericho and MJF, your father's failed to do damn dad burns our dad built us a ring and uh then we became the young ducks and then we created this company and without our dad you wouldn't be here without our dad mjf you'd be waiting for a callback to the rosie o'donnell show and without our dad jericho well you'd be still jerking the curtain at the performance center and then they all kind of get mad and then the bucks decide to super kick them Take on the inner circle. There's a giant pull apart. Brandon Cutler's out there again on Dynamite. And uh, then they set up tables and they put through some of the guys. Like one of the guys jumps off. And I think it's Nick who does a swanton. Nick off does the... swanton and Matt does the elbow. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Taking out everyone here. So the Bucks making it known they're serious heading into their title match this Sunday. Uh, I, I like this and I hope they keep on doing it whenever Jericho and MJF do like a town hall meeting whatever it is you need to get eric bischoff on I, I quite like that as a running joke i think matt jackson might have cut the best promo i've ever heard him cut um i i thought it sounded great i often find him especially quite melodramatic just overacts a lot and pushes the drama and it it often puts me off whereas i thought here he sounded just really genuine and truthful and i i think he's He's kind of right. Like, would there be an AEW if there wasn't the Bucks? Like, I've read their book and it's, yeah, their dad was super supportive, built them a ring and everything, encouraged them to wrestle. You wonder if there was no Young Bucks, would there even be an AEW? So I like the truth in that. Um, Can't say I'm too looking forward to the actual match itself. Yeah. But um, this did what it needed to do in heating up the feud a bit more. Yeah, uh, I I liked everything except the jerking the curtain at the performance center. It's like okay, well, like yeah, I kind of I'm I'm sort of with you there. They're I, using buzz. They like to use bu- these like buzzwords. Even the the MJF thing. It's like if you're if you've seen MJF has been on the Rosie O'Donnell thing. It's like it's I feel like it's played out now. Yeah, like, that's the only thing you I, got. I on think this. they referenced it last week. They've rest, they, they've yeah. re- the Max Caster guy referenced it yeah. to him. It's like we've heard about this. It's been a thing for a while. It's like. Wh- is there nothing else you can say to this person other than that? And then the Jericho line, it's like, well, Jericho wasn't really in the performance center to begin with. So it's like, yeah. Like, why would he be judging the curtain there? Like, I get where they're trying to go. Like you could have said, you would have been just like wasted away or something along those lines, but jerking the curtain for a three hour boar fest, something like like that would be a bit better. But I know what you mean. I, I don't mind jabs at like, management from the other side like here and there it's a bit of fun and again in that cody call he was saying look we're we're all kind of mates like we we want what's best for the business because he was asked about the possible move and he goes yeah i mean they may move to tuesday but something else will pop up on a wednesday there's always going to be competition right and he said like we're most of us are like best friends with the other guys on the other side so it's all friendly banter back and forth but i don't know it's kind of insulting it to you your Champa Thatcher, grizzled young vets who were jerking the curtain yeah. last night. Yeah. You know? Um, but when it's a dig at Triple H or Vince, I'm like, all right, here and there, it's okay. Well, it's like, there's there's so many other 
things. Like the last time Jericho was in WWE, like the, there was like a special Raw reunion thing and he was still under there. And they didn't even, they just had him in a backstage thing with Elias. Yeah. They could have said that. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, that could have popped me huge. Yeah. You could still be just hanging around backstage, backstage with some wannabe musician. Like, like all the things Jericho was doing in the yeah. past. but. You mentioned something Walking he was your clipboard. Yeah, it just he wasn't at the performance then. No. It's just it's just weird. It was just a weird line. But other than that, I enjoyed this. Uh, I think the match could be good. I feel like the Young Bucks will pull out a, a crazy match. I'm interested in seeing Jericho and the Bucks in the match. I, I'm quite looking forward to seeing MJF mix with them because I I really liked MJF when he's against the faster guys like your Jungle Boys and stuff. So yeah. I, I actually think they could mix it up quite well. Um, but yeah, my excitement level's not high for this one. But maybe that's a good thing because they might exceed expectations i think it should be good i think it should deliver we have the the video for the exploding barbed wire death match and it has clips of all sorts of people like jr tony moxley kenny all promoting it and the great onita Mm. in his leather jacket and he's like yeah uh this is a pretty fucked up match and it it kind of makes sense why both these guys are in it (laughs) i wonder if they told what he said I think the rules you've added are spectacular and very fitting for you too. <laughs> yeah, he knows. They're sick. They're sick wrestlers. And he's like, you guys are going to kill each other. Yeah. So Onita giving it his blessing uh, for this match. This video reminded me when they were hyping up the first elimination chamber when none of us knew what it was going to look like until the day. Right. But you saw videos and you saw like the, the chain link and stuff like that. And you go, oh, and you give little clip like hints of it. And we didn't see what the whole structure or whatever is going to look at. But you saw little hints where it can kind of excite you a bit. Um, They showed clips of it here. Like a a ring already set up with barbed wire. Yeah. Um, But obviously we don't know how the explosion is going to work or anything like that. Like Mox mentioned landmines before. Is that how they're going to do the explosions? What the fuck? That's how like Funk and Foley did it, right? It was the landmines. Whereas the ones we're talking about on best death match ever it's kind of the ropes explode i'm yeah i'm i'm intrigued um i thought this was a cool video but i didn't necessarily think this was enough for your go home show yeah this is the selling point for me this match yeah i thought for sure they'd end the show with like them face to face yeah uh 100 and this was the only mention of this match Mm. that's that's kind of a down for me on this show i was like wait a second you're going to the like craziest sounding match ever in north american wrestling history and this is the hype for it. Like, sure, you got Onita, and it's great. Uh, he could have he could have said more. He could have. I know he's in Japan, and things are crazy right mm-hmm. now. But sending a video was cool enough. But like, imagine if he was the ref or, or something. Like, I, I don't. I just. I saw this video, and I was like, "Oh, that looks sick." I can't wait to see if they talk about it later tonight. And yeah. then th- there wasn't anything. No. So that's why uh, it was a little weird, a little strange. But I'm still super hyped for the match. I guess how how much more can you hype that up? Yeah, I know. I I just think, especially with um, maybe you've got more people watching because of Shaq and maybe some of those people like what they see and stick around and watch the rest of the show. I think you did need some sort of face to face. We didn't get the chat on the show. We didn't get Moxley talking about how he beat Kento. We didn't get anything. Yeah, we didn't get any. And it could have been very simple. I'm not saying a 20 minute thing. You just need that that visual, that stare At down, the end. and just be like, oh, I can't wait for this match to happen. Because let's look, let's just, our main event of the night was Mark Quinn and Matt Hardy versus Paige and John Silver. Yeah. And then it was just a brawl of tag teams at the end. That was your go-home show for mm. this pay-per-view. That that wasn't that that hot. Whereas if you just had Kenny and Mox come out, you should have just had Mox come out um, 
beat up some of the heel tag teams, clear the ring when they're all clearing it anyways, and go... <laughs> that's so then WWE. You just, then you just yeah. shit on that that's, whole match. Like, why would I want to see a battle? That's world? WWE booking yeah. there. They always do that. But I would have had Moxie been like, "Hey, Kenny, come out here. Let's let's talk about this. Yeah, or something, anything, a face to face contract, anything, something. Yeah. literally anything to end the show with them being like, one of us is exploding. Yeah, and they didn't do that. And it was just really weird, missed opportunity. I thought. I thought. Uh, so is is moxley gonna pin kenny walk off and then the thing's gonna time out and he's gonna run and jump on <laughs> him he's gonna save him cover him i don't <laughs> think so and i think they hate each other too much to do that uh, i'm still excited for this match but yeah uh, but yeah we go to my main event ftr teaming with tully blanchard with jj dylan going up against jurassic express yeah. some would say Tully is a dinosaur, but he's fighting one <laughs> here tonight. Tully looking mad fresh. Oh, I loved his gear. Yeah. I, I always think, I think Tully has quite a good look. I always like his sneakers. I like right. his bandana mask he wears. I think he's a man of style. His gear Unlike is... his mate Arn. Yeah, yeah. His mate Arn's been dressing like he's a granddad for the last 40 years. Yeah. Whereas... Tully looks like a grand... Look, Tully literally Tully looks, looks like my grandpa. Tully yeah. looks like an old guy, but yeah. is like... Still, oh, just because I'm old, I'm not going to start wearing flat caps and beige. You know, he's right. like, I still want to look good. Yeah. And he does. God bless you, Tully Blanchard. He's in gear. Like, it's made gear yeah. for this. So he's he's wrestling. He's kind of, he had like red tights on with, they all had matching white boots with red stars on. But then he had like this fitted polo shirt, like collared polo shirt. But it was like athletic. Like yeah, gear. like an athletic polo shirt. Yeah. It was an interesting look, but I think it worked for him. Yeah. And a guy that age, for sure. Well, Tully starts the match with Marco Stunt and gets in at it. He starts, like, punching at Marco, trying to beat up Marco. I was, like, yelling at the TV, like, yeah, get it, Tully, let's go. But he tags in Dax, who comes in. Dax and Jungle Boy are wrestling here. Uh, they're doing some great stuff here. We obviously saw their singles match, oh, yeah. which I would like to see again. But these two tying it up. Cash tries to get involved in Jungle Boy. German suplexes both of them. I, th I think that's a kind of a silly spot. It's like, whoa, wait, I'm getting German. Let me grab my buddy so that I can German him <laughs> while I'm getting German. Yeah. Uh, Tully's in. Everyone's on the outside at one point. He Tully teases he's going to do a suicide dive I love this but instead does his like does a Ric Flair strut like strut. I'm not fucking doing a suicide dive are you crazy you psychos I, this this always pops me Kevin Owens does it a bunch yeah. where he builds up and then just rolls under yeah. or the running into the corner with a slap or the Kevin Nash one I love oh, was that God. TNA I think yeah. where yeah. It, it always pops me I find it very <laughs> the funny the Bucks and the Indies used to do shit like that all the time uh, Tully then uh, d fakes that and does his strut. Uh, there's some body slams on the outside. I think Dax r moves some of the covering so it's cement and then body slams Jungle Boy onto it back first. Uh, then Tully's like stomping him out. Uh, Dax is working on Jack in the Ring, does like a nose honk, grabbing the nose and the mouth, fish hooking almost. Um, there's then a back suplex to try to break out of it and Luchasaurus is tagged in. He hits a series of kicks to everyone and like I said, it's a dinosaur versus Tully as he's trying to fight him. But the Luchasaurus is in. Marco flies in like this crazy, like, is it the assisted cross body to Tully here? Right. It looked amazing. So Tully taking some bumps here. There's then German suplexes on FTR. There's then Arana from Jack to Dax who gets, like, 
caught it's a it's a top rope hurt on Rana, but then in midair Luchasaurus catches him and power slams him. Looked amazing for a near fall. Cash hits a DDT on the outside to Luchasaurus. There's their superplex into the splash combo for a two count, but then like it's it's Cash who's hitting German suplexes, dragon suplexes, but it's broken up by Marco. And here it is. The stare down, finally. Everyone else is laid out. Marco and Tully. And Tully hits him with the slingshot suplex. Looks amazing. But Luchasaurus is up. He hits a... He's going he's gonna to choke slam Tully. But then he's like... Tully's kind of selling like, I'm old. I'm hurt. What are you doing? So Luchasaurus feels bad. And he's like, all right, I'll just kick you in the in head. The head. <laughs> so he roundhouse kicks Tully. Takes him out. The tail whip kick, which I kind of like yeah. the name for. Then they hit the, I think it's called the derailleur, but I'm calling it the Jurassic derailleur. It's the one where Luchasaurus lifts the guy, one guy up and he spins like three times and yeah. Jungle Boy catches you and power, bomb, power bombs you. Looks crazy, but it's broken up. Uh, this is when we see some sort of uh, like cameraman get involved. He's wearing all black AEW stuff. Gets involved. Looks like he hits someone with something, which allows... Uh, like it's Luchasaurus who's been taken out. It allows FTR with the camera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's it's like we're not sure who it was, but I think we could all put it together. There's then the Mind Breaker and Tully Blanchard gets <laughs> the win. Tully not only wrestled, but also won a match on the same night. Shaq wrestled. Oh and yeah, won a match. So FTR and Tully beat Jurassic Express, and after the match, uh, it's revealed the cameraman, the the sky is the perfect 10. Blonde Ty Dillinger. Yep. Gimmick number 18 for for Sean Spears in AEW. At least he didn't use the glove. Dyed his hair. Did he use the glove? Um, He might have. He, he might have. <laughs> he he could slugged him with that metal um, glove. I, I really enjoyed this. What I do like with AEW is they don't seem to do the bait and switch that we, we're so used to. I was... I'm so used to WWE booking that you see this match is going to happen and you go, ah, we're not actually getting Tully Blanchard. He's going to pretend to be sick on the day and then we're going to have Sean Spears replace him or whatever. I was fully expecting him not to be wrestling. Or even if he was, I was expecting him in, you know, tracksuit, T-shirt. Whereas he came out in wrestling gear and he wrestled like someone who was aware that he's a wrestler who is now of a certain age. You see him the whole time. He's on the apron, but he's waiting for like Jurassic Saurus's, uh, sorry, Luchasaurus's back to be turned because he'll he'll tease. It's like right, I can go in and get a few shots in here, and we'll run back. And his strikes still look good. He didn't look like because he's an old man now. He's like I need to wrestle like an old man. Right. He looked like an old man trying to wrestle like he used to wrestle. Yeah. Um. Did way more than I thought he would. Don't get me wrong. This wasn't like a classic by any means, but I wasn't expecting to see the slingshot no. suplex and him take a bump even or a kick to the head. I, I thought this was a lot of fun. Yeah, um, as a wrestling fan. It almost fan, yeah. baby-faced FTR oh. and, and Tully. Actually, it did baby-face FTR and Tully. Uh, you know I love my Jungle Boy Jack. I think this. I think Jungle Boy Jack Perry is going to be one of the big stars in this company. I, I Every time I watch him, he I look at him and go, look at this guy with the, the jungle gimmick. And mm. then like his match goes on, and I'm like, this guy just understands wrestling. It's a great combo of the old school meets the new school. And what a great 
like opponents to have these guys fight. Uh, I think we've talked about Jurassic Express as the the too cool of the new generation. Yeah, the really weird fucking lame gimmick that somehow makes it funny and work. But when it comes to like getting over, they are over. Mm. Their theme song's lit. Jungle Boy's theme is lit. But seeing Tully in the ring made me go, okay, I want to see him do everything. I want to see him <laughs> win the match. I want to see. Oh him. yeah. And it, I was like, sorry guys, you got to take the back seat tonight. But Tully's winning this match. Yeah. So I feel like this feud would continue. Maybe. Um. We obviously got the tease of the four horsemen at the yeah, end. Yeah, so it's revealed he's he's dyed his hair blonde. He's He puts up the four. Art Anderson comes out on the ramp and goes, hmm, that looks good. Interesting. Puts up the four, and then they put up the four. So there's like six guys in this. So thing. he's... Uh... Well, JJ was the manager right. of Four Horsemen, right. so he's that extra guy. Um, Arn was obviously part of it. It almost looked like he was just at the back, and he's like, oh, this is curious, I'll, cool. I'll go out and be like, I see what you're doing here. Yeah. Is Tully part of the Four, though? Or is that just for now? Well, he won the match tonight. Because I don't so. see JJ Dillon sticking around, so I do expect Tully to move into that more manager role. Are we still going to get a fourth person added to this, or is this the Four? Okay. So Four Horsemen's been this, like, talk for, like, time since FTR, like, came in yeah. here. Then we had Tully show up and everyone's like, oh, it's the Four Horsemen. We're going to get, you know, your fantasy booking MJF and Paige and Cody. And, like, there's so many different avenues you could go. And then they just made it Tully and such. But Tully was with Sean Spears. Mm. And I'm sorry, St. Catherine's boy, Niagara Falls on. Mm. I don't see it. No. It doesn't work for me. You Like we mentioned, joked about the gimmicks. It's so many gimmicks. He's not on that level. He's. No. I'm sorry. He's not. Uh, and this was a bit of a letdown. As soon as as soon as there was a, a covered up cameraman, you knew it was him. Yeah. And you go, oh, okay, cool. He's been away for a while. It's... Yeah. He didn't even disappear. That he said he was leaving. He was done to go yeah. to Impact. I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm not particularly a fan of Sean Spears. I think he's a fine wrestler, but just there's there's not that extra thing with him, and just. Just the, cool, yeah, now you've got a blonde mohawk. Like, this time you're wearing a glove. This time you've got contact lenses in. Um, All the little things you're doing, you know. It just always feels like, what can I do now to try and get over? You put lipstick on a pig, right? Yeah. Still a pig. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's this is the way they're going. I, I would have liked someone else. I still think they could add, like, a younger guy to actually make four like proper performers well aren't coming out and going huh like stroking his beard going huh and putting up the four mm. means like he's gonna talk to cody right but cody's got his nightmare lads he's got his elite like cody's in enough he's cody's Shaq, doing a he's lot a kid he's a vp like like cody's doing a cody lot cody can like chill yeah in that media okay this is i i was saving this to because we are roommates and we talk Sometimes while we're not recording and then we forget to even mention what we want to talk about. You've been off on how you think Cody is going to be the greatest heel Mm. in like when it happens. Yeah. He said in that same media thing Mm. that he someone was like, hey, well, like, you know, are you ever going to turn heel or whatever? And he's like, yeah. Why do you think I set up that that title clause that that clause that doesn't let me fight for the title? What bigger heel move would it be if I went, nah. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> True. So I was like, God damn it, you, Cody. He's probably doing I, that. I do see Cody kind of in that role. We were talking about Finn Balor yesterday, where he is a baby face, but if he needs to lean heel, like if he's yeah. having a match against, say, a jungle boy, he'll definitely take the heel role in the match. Yeah. And then afterwards can do the respect thing and get his 
like babyface heat back, I guess. It's look, Cody and FTR sounds great. What a team, Cody and FTR. Classic old school wrestling vibes there. And Sean Spears. It's mm. just like, ah. Outside bet, I wouldn't be totally against an Ethan Page joining this. Okay. I think he's got a similar kind of size, build, and style to FTR. Right. He can talk really well. Um, it would be it would be a good way to try and elevate him. Cody doesn't need it, you know? Yeah. Um, Cody doesn't need it. I think... Hangman. I think it's too late for Spears. But, I mean, he's someone that, if it works, it could elevate him. Who knows? I don't see it happening. But I don't think Hangman really needs it. Hangman's this guy who's like seems to be lost, and he's been going through different groups and different things. So it would make sense if they try to recruit him. Yeah. The next thing. But I'm just... I love FTR. I'm just not sold on Sean Spears. It definitely makes me go, oh, okay. Like, it would have mm. been more interesting with someone else. For sure. Un- unfortunately. Sorry, Sean Spears. Poor Sean, yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, you know, you're not like the worst guy ever. It's just, it, you've been you've been in the industry for a while, and this whole thing needs to maybe be about someone new. Because, mm. yeah. The blonde Mohawk. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Uh, so we'll see. Maybe Cody does join them, and he, he leaves the Nightmare family. He says, Brandy... I'm done. I don't even... You, we're having a girl? A girl? Get out of here. I just think it makes the rest lesser. I don't think that brings up them to Cody's right, level. Right, I feel it's they're then Cody's minions. And that's why I'd like someone more on the level yeah. of... So Sean Spears. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I think I think you look at Team Taz, and I think that's elevate. They're all kind of at the same level. Your Cage, your Starks, your Hobbs. And they're coming up together. They're building up together rather than having... Just one guy with minions around him. Yeah, so, I mean that's how he is now. He's got all his minions. Yeah, but they're not—they're not a faction, are right, they? It's yeah. more his training school. I see with Cody and his nightmare lads. Again, it's all confusing because if you're—if you tuned in, being like, "Hey, I haven't watched wrestling in a while. I want to see who's fighting Shaq and all this," and you go, "Oh, Shaq's clearly like the good guy in this because you have Austin Gunn beating him up with the yeah. chair." So you think Cody's the bad guy, but yeah. A little backwards. Who do you want in the Four Horsemen at Up Next Podcast? Fantasy book, the the best possible way. You get, they should steal Jack Perry. They should yeah, be like, you know what? Sure. You don't need these guys. You're better I mean, than that, these guys. That I'm more, I'm more yeah. down for than Cody or Hangman like, Jack, or Omega. Look, or... Jack, you beat me. You made me tap out, mm. Jack. We had Tully beat you guys. We beat you guys. We've been feuding with your dinosaurs and your Marco. Look how small that guy is. Jack, though, all you need to do is cut that hair and put on this great gear and you're one of us. And, like, there's a story right there that's way more interesting than just going to the 10 guy. Yeah. So, yeah, book it. Jungle Boy Jack. He can still be called Jungle Boy, right? He yeah. cuts his hair. Yeah. Although, you can't be a heel with that theme song. You cannot be a heel with that theme Did song. Maybe Jungle Horse? Jack? <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> jungle. What would a Jungle horse Boy horse? Jack? Are there horses in jungle jungles? Horse. I don't know, but I... They, no, they're, they're on Jungle Yeah, that sounds weird. But now I want... <laughs> Jungle Need horse. a show called Jungle Horse. It'll be some sort of cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> what, isn't there already a show with the horse guy cartoon? Bojack Horseman. Yeah. It's finished now. There's room Bojack for Bojack Jungle Horseman. <laughs> so after this four horsemen type thing, um, Jay, the, the revelation, fear the revelation, Tully and Sean Spears all walk off as Tony's just kind of hanging out on the entrance ramp. J.J. Dillon kind of passes him by and goes, you see that? Did you see that? Did you? And Tony, and I, this is probably a shoot. He goes, yeah, 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 yeah. You don't get paid extra for that. And like, shoes him away. So funny. Because <laughs> it wasn't even like, Tony had already started 
introducing the big show. Yeah. He's already started introducing him and then he's like, nothing's going to top what you saw just then. Tony's just like, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> anyway, big show signed. Yeah. This got a chuckle from me. Here comes Paul White in his no BS shirt. We mentioned kind of earlier that uh, he says, raise your hand if you saw this turn coming. Yeah. He says, uh, you knew for a long time. I wasn't I wasn't super happy where I was, but I'm super happy to be back where I started on TNT. And Tony, you're not the only one who gets the scoops. This Sunday, Hall of Fame worthy signing, and it's not who you think it's going to be. Tune in to find out who we got. Ooh. So yeah, um, I, I didn't really care for this i i like big show i'm pretty sure he's probably like the one of the nicest sweetest guys in yeah. the industry honestly i'm just like he comes out looking like your dad like he comes out looking like your His uncle jeans and t-shirt looks like a guy who works in the mechanic shop like hey how's it going guys yeah I'm, I'm mad at that other store so i'm in i'm working here now and it's just i don't know it's just like it's weird and the shirt doesn't do him any justice he looks great he's 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 trimmed down he's he's still huge he's tall i'm just like i don't want to see you wrestle no. Don't really think I'm going to be watching Elevation. Shout out Shot in the Dark. <laughs> but why are you here? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm curious to see him on commentary. Uh, I am because I think he's he's always been, well, in over the last few years, he's been a very good talker, I think. So I, I think his commentary could be quite good. So I am curious. I don't mind a match here and there, like a spectacle match for Big Show. Yeah. And I think... That's been his problem the whole time in WWE. He should have been a spectacle, but he was on TV every week. He was changing heel, babyface. He was always that heater feed feuds. Yeah, and I think they could have kept him more special by using him a lot less because he is a big guy. He was pretty athletic for his size, Um, but we just saw him all the time, so we stopped caring. I think maybe if you keep him on commentary and we'll get a match out of him at some point. But just keep it for special things. Do yeah. Shaq. Do Marco Stunt for like a laugh, you know, just to see. He took out Shaq. Yeah. He was the one who got took him out of the ambulance. He saved him. Yeah. I don't know if he saved it's him. like, you still owe me a match <laughs> as he's carrying him in his arms. <laughs> we set it up in Dallas and it never happened. Fuck. Yeah. Big show. Uh, sorry. I Paul. got abs for you, Shaq. <laughs> I stopped eating ice cream. <laughs> Fuck. You know how hard that was I almost me? gave up my vape for you, Shaq. No, don't even, don't even. Big show will never give up the vape. Listen to our deathmatch show that we randomly go off on Big Show vaping. <laughs> Maybe that could be the explosions in the barbed wire. Fall, fall Paul vaping. White's just under the apron, just vaping. <laughs> I mean, he's he's probably got huge lungs. Imagine the oh, vape yeah. smoke and vape clouds. This guy. Is, oh yeah. I, I searched. You know, Big Show is famous for vaping at that uh, Hall of Fame. Fame. But then, if you search Big Show vape picture, that picture pops up. But like the third picture is him in a T-shirt that says, says like "Vape God." <laughs> I was like, "Yes, you are Big Show. You are the Vape God." <laughs> Fuck yeah! What kind of flavors do you think Big Show vapes? He's like a green Ooh. apple kind of guy. Oh, what would Big Show like? Yeah. Maybe like a, not a vanilla. It'd be like more of a fruity one. I'd see like a blue raspberry lemonade type vape. That's what he's Maybe on. some kind of like rum flavored. I don't rum know. Flavor. Like some alcohol sort of. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be all right. Ask yeah. him. Tweet him now. At Big Show. I'm going to ask him. What's his at now? Is it Big Show or Hi, Paul White? Big Show. Let's have a look. At the large event. <laughs> Big Show. We go to our next match. 
It is the finals of the Women's Eliminator Tournament. Nyla Rose versus Rio Mizunami. The winner of this faces Ri... Sorry, not Rio. Rio... Sorry, the winner of this match faces Hikaru this Sunday at Revolution. Almost slipped up there. Almost. Uh, Rio comes firing at Nyla here. Um, a series of chops beating up on Nyla and then starts to dance. Starts to do some like outdated dance moves, which pisses <laughs> off Nyla, who just big boots her into the face. There's a tilt-a-whirl like, power slam here. Nyla goes for a tilt-a-whirl herself, but misses. There's uh, Rio, who hits like a flying guillotine leg drop to the apron. I'm pretty sure that's how she won her last match to advance to this. Um, then there's like slaps, there's chops, there's Rio, Rio who hits this crazy lariat and then like a knee drop. And then this sweet exploder Uranagi style move for a near fall. Um, and then like a superplex onto Nyla. Nyla fights back though, um, but it's not enough. We get to see the guillotine leg drop off the top rope from Rio, who then pins Nyla in, I'd say, an upset. I wasn't sure. I, I thought for sure that we'd just be booking Nyla Rose versus Hikaru Shida again. But I was way more into this uh, decision mm. because I kind of, I'm not too familiar with Rio Mizunami. But after watching this match, I was like, all right, yeah, I can fuck with that. Uh, I did see you. Mizunami winning. I couldn't see them flying her all this way to just do one match on Dynamite yeah. and then go home. Um, and we've seen Nyla a bunch against Shida, but it does it does feel for a pay per view a very cold match having Shida versus um, Shida versus Mizunami. I, I'd have thought you'd have had like Britt Baker or someone like that with who's got a bit more history with Shida. Um, kind of wasn't it took me a while to get into this match but i thought the second half of it was actually really entertaining and i i put that largely down to mizunami i thought her offense looked um pretty cool actually i, I liked her leg drop um there were some great like forearm exchanges uh nyla's death valley driver looked really good i actually kind of bit on that finish uh that sort of near fall there um, so yeah, I actually kind of got into this match towards the end and I'm looking forward to see what Mizunami does with Shida on Sunday. Yeah, me too. I, I got, I got into Rio in this match. Mm. I was like, oh, some of your moves are really cool yeah. and, and you looked great. Uh, so I'm, I'm kind of happy that this happens after the match. Hikaru stands in the ring. They hand Rio like this, this trophy, like, look, you won this tournament <laughs> means so much and you get to fight me. And then she slaps her. And they kind of get, they're, they're more heated now. They're like, it's not some so friendly. I want that title, essentially. Uh, this felt, yeah, they did a, a forum exchange, but this just felt like the spot in the middle of a, a strong style New Japan match yeah. where Shida was smiling throughout it as well. It was like, all right, let's, let's see what you got. And they did this forum exchange. It was different, different yeah. to set it up. Uh, I think and it actually could... made me quite excited because I think we're going to get a heavy hitting match. Yeah, this match could bang, I think. I like I like Sheeta in her suits. She looks great. She yeah. looks like a, a champion. Really yeah, when she dresses like this. So that's coming up this Sunday. Rio versus Hikaru. We go to Tony Schiavone. He is a busy guy tonight. He's interviewing. She's trying to interview Shaq. He's interviewing Big Show, and he's interviewing Sting. Sting comes out. Tony says, "Hey, Sting, you've never looked better." <laughs> Sting at the peak of his wrestling career right now. Never looked better. In his t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. He says, you never look better, Sting. And you've been fighting off Team Taz. Sting says, well, look, fighting off and getting powerbombed by Brian Cage, 
That did not tickle. So thank you, Brian, because you shook off that excess rust. And I feel like I'm ready for a street fight. Sting likes to fight in the streets. Oh, yeah. But he's interrupted. Ricky Starks comes out. Ricky says, hey, Sting, uh, I'll admit, man, we were wrong. You still got it. You are fire. But you're no icon. And he slaps him. So Sting decks him. He beats Ricky Starks out of his shoes here. Uh, puts him in the scorpion death lock. But out come Will Hobbs and Hook for the save and Brian Cage. But Darby comes out for the save and attacks Cage standing tall as Team Taz runs away here. So... This Sunday, the street fight. I can't believe this match hasn't happened. It, yeah, this has been built up for so, so long. Um, I'm hoping once the match happens, we just move into different directions. I don't want to see rematches or anything. No matter, even if it's a seven-star classic match, it's I'm, I'm just ready for the match and to move on now. Uh, Sting looks good moving around there. Like, I think... He does. I think he, I think the match could be actually pretty good, and I think it's going to be less cinematic than initially thought. I think they're actually going to put on a match. Here. I think this will be fun. Yeah. I think this could be like a sleeper hit. I mean, it sounds great, so on paper it sounds like wild. Is Sting going to be in street gear? Is he going to be in a T? Or He's are we going oh, to get gear. the singlet out? The singlet? Yeah. He's going to take off his t-shirt? I hope so. Fuck. T-shirt Sting, though. Yeah. It's pay-per-view. He he needs to get the... When he fought Seth, did he take off the t-shirt? He did. He did, right? He had... Uh, yeah, he wore his singlet against Triple H and yeah. Seth, but wore the t-shirt in the tag. On Raw. On Raw. Yeah, it's Raw. It's Raw. He, it's, he's Naito. Yeah, he is Naito. Yeah. Well, they stand tall. Sting and Darby versus Team Taz this weekend. It's Ricky and Cage in the match, mm. right? Okay. So that's this weekend. So Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, actually. I think, I think it'll be good. But I'm ready for this feud to finish. We go to... 10 from the Dark Order going up against Max Caster, uh, his tag team partner, uh, which I'm totally blanking on his name. Bowens. Uh, Joshua? No. Bo- Bowens. Bowens, yeah. Well, he's injured. Bowens. So that's why he's not uh, in this tag team anymore right now. He's on the shelf. But Max Caster decides I can do this on my own. Anthony Bowens. Sorry. What did you say, Josh? I said Joshua Bowens. Joshua Bowens? <laughs> That sounds like some like Senate leader, not a wrestler. Um, <laughs> Do wrestlers sound like wrestlers no, anymore? Not at all. Not at all. Anthony Bowens doesn't sound much better. To this be guy's honest. fucking name is Ten. I don't know. <laughs> so you tell me, do wrestlers' names sound the same? Scorpio Sky joins commentary. Scorpio Sky, who's not been seen for quite a while, he's busy podcasting. He says, "I'm in this match, in the ladder match on on Sunday. He didn't have to have a qualifying match, but here Ten and Caster." the winner of this match gets entered into that ladder match. So mm. they do have to qualify. Um, and it's it's Max Caster who comes out doing his, like, freestyle rap on 10 here. Um, and I quite enjoyed Maybe he's just better as a solo actor because he goes, Hey, uh, I'll light... Uh, I'm something-something. I'm, I'm a Skywalker. I'll light you up like Lady Gaga's dog walker. Yes, you're ten, but five in the looks department or something like. Ah, fuck, he was he was killing it. I thought he was so funny. Uh, really mean to the Lady Gaga's dog walker, who I hope is okay. I don't know. If I he, don't know what happened. No, Lady. This is actually this is not a funny story. Okay, Lady Gaga has like these two like expensive dogs, right? And she pays an expensive dog walker to yeah. take care of her dogs, like when she's not around. Someone like was 
like realizing the pattern of that it was late a lady gaga's dogs hmm. the dog walker goes at specific times uh, showed up to the dog walker shot the dog walker stole the dogs so lady gaga's like hey i'm offering like all this money to find my dogs because her dog i don't know if they've been found yet but yeah this is, is the dog walker okay dog walker survived like they're not gonna die or anything but they got shot and the dogs were kidnapped that's fucked <laughs> When did this happen? This is a cruel world. This, like, last week. A bit early, just casually. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I was like, dude, you're lucky the guy's okay. Because if the guy died, then, like, you'd be like, or the person died, like. Fuck. I mean, when you go into, like, you know, the army, the police, wrestling even, you risk getting hurt. I can't imagine anyone becoming a dog walker expecting to be shot. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, the pets were revived. She got her dogs back. Yay. Okay. Happy and ending. the dog walker did almost die. So Fuck. like that is fucked. Okay. That is. Come on, Max Caster. That's mean. Come on, dude. I loved it. I secretly loved it. <laughs> <laughs> it got a pop out of me, but I was like, geez, because like you said, maybe no one really knew what that meant. But then you're like, wait a second. That's kind of fucked up. It's almost as fucked as that. There's a guy in NASCAR who like on the on the the race track. Yeah. Like, sped out of control, crashed and died in a fiery mm. death, like, just a few years ago. And then, like, fucking week later, there's this, like, Shady Records, like, rap, uh, mm. like, freestyle thing. Mm. And Eminem goes on and ends it. And he goes, I just killed you on the track. Like, I'm... Jesus. And I'm like, yo, the guy's not even, like, in the ground yet. Like, yeah. bro, like, what are you doing? But, fuck. Yeah. Uh, Max Caster versus 10 here. Um, and he, he goes to then start rapping on like negative one and he's like, and yo, negative one, you're in for a butt whipping if you catch me in these streets. And then like, it's interrupted. <laughs> so he's about to threaten a little kid that catch me in these streets. Catch me in the streets. I'll <laughs> beat you up. Break your neck. There's a lot of people in the streets. Sting. Sting. Max Caster. Oh yeah. Negative one. They're <laughs> all in the streets. So the winner of this match goes on to the ladder match. Caster's beating up. On 10 here, there's a flying cutter for a near fall. 10 hits a slingshot spear, kind of like Johnny Gargano there, for a near fall. Caster does this, like, snap judo throw into, like, an arm submission type thing. Looked really good, actually. Then a snap brain buster. Misses an elbow drop off the top. There's a powerbomb in there from 10. But with a distraction from Jack Evans, who grabs Caster's boombox and smacks it over the head of 10 when the ref isn't looking. He pins 10. Caster advances to the ladder match. And uh, Scorpio's just on commentary like, hey, hey, look at me. Look at me. I'm, it's me. I mean, I don't blame him because he's in this match and hasn't been on TV at all. I'd be going look at me, I think. But this, yeah, this was weird. Just a weird combination of people to quali- to try and qualify for this match. I thought... Scorpio Sky sounded so low energy on commentary. Um, he didn't make me particularly excited to see him. I don't know what he is really doing right now. Is is he still associated with SCU? Is he completely his own thing now? Um, yeah, I... Sure, I guess Max Caster's the best option out of these two, but just seems a bit of a weird field, this ladder match for this me. This ladder match is weird. Okay, so, so far it's Cody Rhodes, Scorpio Sky, Penta, Lance Archer, Max Caster, and to be determined, mm. a secret entrance. So you're thinking it's Ethan Page 
who enters this. It's just a weird... That's like us in 2K. Like, hey, who should we put in this match? It does feel like it, yeah. Um, um, I'm excited. It's It could be fun. I wouldn't mind any of these people winning. In fact, they... This this didn't do like a whole lot for me, but maybe it did what it needed to do. Is I went, hey, this guy Max Caster is in this tag team that I'm, I'm like, yeah, they're okay. They got a gimmick, a rap gimmick, mm. whatever. But then he had a singles match. He's hitting brainbusters, judo throws. Yeah, he, he looked good. He looked pretty both good. Both look good. I thought, yeah, hey. legit. I I am a, a kind of a fan, low key of Ten and Max Caster here. I think for me at this point, and we were both pretty tired last night. We watched this after we finished recording and editing NXT, so. We're watching this around like 3 a.m. 2 a.m., yeah. Um, it was quite late in the show to have like wrestlers of this level. Right. I, I'm not saying talent-wise. I'm just saying where they are on the pecking order of AEW. And I think when you had your big Shaq match, your big women's match, your big six-man tag, and now I'm seeing this towards the end of the show, I was feeling a bit of fatigue because... Uh, it wasn't the most exciting thing in the world. They had an all right match. And yeah. Hopefully Caster can kind of break out a bit in this ladder match. Um, yeah, I will say predictions for after, I guess. Sure, yeah. We go to Miro. Remember him? He says, you're making me hurt you, Charles. You're making me do this. They all stay. Stop playing games. Stop playing games, Miro. We don't want to see you do this in AEW. Well, you're all going to get your wish this Sunday. It's game over. Yeah. Game over, says Miro this Sunday. He's done with the games gimmick. He yeah. heard he heard us. Please just take out Kip. Like just yeah. just end it. Go take, on your own. Take I've Penelope. said this for months. No, just be on your own. No one else. Just Miro. Just Miro. Just Miro. Yeah. Uh I I think it's fair to say neither of us are really excited about this match at all. Um What just, even is the was, match? It's the tag. It's Chucky and Orange Cassidy against uh Miro and Kip. See, like, this is something I we have to pay for? Well, I mean, it's... No, you pay for... You're paying for the exploding barbed wire death match, and this happens to be an extra thing on it. <sighs> That's a lot of this the card looks like The match should be fine, but I've we've both hated this build, right? Yes, yeah, And weird. I was kind of grateful this was all we got for this, just a quick promo. Sure. Remind you the match is happening and fuck off. It's like the main event. <laughs> it's like the exploding barbed wire. Yeah, you just got true. a little video for it. So let's go to our main event, which is... The Dark Order, John Silver, mm-hmm. with his tag team partner, Hangman Adam Page, going up against the Hardy Party. Well, two of them, Matt Hardy and Mark Quinn. So this Sunday's the big money match, Hardy and Page. So they got some some beef going on here. Uh, Johnny Hungy is going off on fire here. JR mentions that John Silver is like a puppy. You just got to pet him and feed him, and he will be loyal to you. There's uh, crazy, like, double flips from Silver and Quinn going at it here. There's the Hardy side effect. Then they tag in and out, beating down on John Silver. He comes firing back like a little spitfire with a sliced bread on Hardy. Finally tags Page in, who comes in. He hits, like, a huge one-handed spine buster on Quinn. The fallaway slam into the kip-up, into the crossbody to the outside. Then pop-up Death Valley drivers, Hangman Page's just uh, a, a treat to watch sometimes. He does uh, this thing where he beats the hell out of Quinn and throws him over and be like, tag in. Matt Hardy, tag in. I want to fight you. And Hardy's like, no, no, no. I'm not doing that. So it leaves Silver to continue to fight here. Um, Silver's like, makes this hot tag where he's doing like roundhouse kicks, his brain busters. There's crazy German suplexes. There's the pop-up powerbomb from Page, the buckshot, but... Uh, 
Hardy like attacks Paige right after this, and it's like it all kind of breaks down after this match. But technically, John Silver and uh, Adam Page win this match. Uh, I, I didn't even write I down the got finish. It in my notes. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't care about. We were any both of this. dropping off at this point. I didn't care about this. Yeah, at all. I think. I didn't even care about this. Yeah, just looking at my notes. I've no. I, I I've got no notes. <laughs> I have buckshot and then Hardy attacks. Oh yeah, him. they won with buckshot. Yeah, so I, think. I imagine he won. Oh yeah, he hit the buckshot and then Matt Hardy looked terrified right. after, and there yeah. was a bit of a stare down. Um, yeah, I the match was fine. It was just this. It, this shouldn't be the main event. Like early top of the second hour, I'd have been absolutely fine with this this match. I like John Silver and Alex and. Sorry, John Silver and Page. Hangman Page a lot. Uh, Silver here looked great. He always looks like he's wrestling on fast forward. He's so quick. Silver? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but just just felt weird, the placement of it. And at this point, I'd just come off of the two lower card people with Ten and Max Caster. And now I'm getting Matt Hardy, Mark Quinn main event. Yeah. I just felt a bit, ah, okay. Yeah, it, I'm not. I'm not taking away from. For me, Silver and Page are two of my favorite wrestlers going today, and they're fighting Matt Hardy and Mark Quinn. I'm like, why should I be excited about this? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Uh, last week, Isaiah Cassidy from Private Party showed me. I'm like, hey, you got it going on. So I thought for sure Mark Quinn had to be like, fuck, I gotta. I'm sweating. I gotta come in here and show people, and it didn't really deliver it. I thought as much as last week. Um, I I didn't really care for about this match after this match. Everyone, all these tag teams come out. It's a giant brawl because there's a tag team battle royal at the pay-per-view. Like, who fucking cares? We just had one as well. I thought this was such a soft second half of a show. Yeah. You said we fell off. The show fell off. I loved this show until the last 30 minutes. I thought it flew by. Um, Yeah. And then, yeah, just I thought the placement was just weird. I think this would have been a good... Going to commercial, this brawl, earlier in the show. And then have just maybe, sorry, but cut Max Caster versus 10. You could have just had that on Dark, maybe. Yeah. It makes Dark a bit more interesting. You've got qualifying matches on there. yeah. And that 10 minutes should have been a contract signing or something to close the show. Otherwise, I thought it was a very strong show, just maybe... Um, a stare down between Mox and Kenny would have made sense. Yeah. Just anything yeah. to get them into the ring to to cut promos, to talk shit, to one guy beat up the other. It needed to happen, and they didn't do that. I'm wondering if they already filmed this exploding barbed wire death match because the shots in that video showed it all set up. Maybe. So I'm like, would they have set it up twice? <laughs> Is it going to be live? I don't know. Do we know? We don't know. Well, you've got a crowd, so it's got to be. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, true, true, true. Right. right. Pissed if I'd been like, all right, I want to go to Revolution now. Risk. Risk going to a public space with all these people because I got to see that match, and then you just watch it on a screen. What you mean? You'd be upset that you you went to go see a pay per view, and instead of watching a barbed wire exploding death match, you got to see Miro and Kip versus Best <laughs> Friends or Bear Country in the Battle Royal. Yeah, well, let, let's go through it. So we've got in the pre-show Riho and Thunder Rosa taking on Britt Baker and Rebel. Thunder uh, Rosa wins. Yeah, I'd say Rio and Thunder Rosa. This is a tag. Uh, why not? This is on the pre-show? That's on the pre. All right. Smoke um, if you got them. You've got the Casino Tag Team Royale. Uh, oh, if it's if it's Casino Tag Team, does There's that mean rules. they're, they're like staggered entrances yeah. and stuff like that? There are rules to it. Yeah. Um, I think Puck and 
Ray Phoenix. They're the only ones with any sort of momentum going into this. Uh, really feels just thrown together. Don't really care. This whole this. match, this this uh, looking at this pay per view now on on paper, I'm like, is this whole pay per view thrown together? Because this battle royal is something they do on Dynamite for free, and now they're doing it on this show with like all these other teams. Cool. I, I think Ray Phoenix and and you know, yeah, I mean, you know, you know deep down who I really want to win that battle royal. Who? Mike Seidel. The Seidels. <laughs> the yogis, the yeah. yoga heads. I think this could be good. I think there's going to be some crazy spots in this, but it, it's just another battle royal, and we've just come off of one. Uh, Miro and Kip versus best friends. I mean, to be fair, this has been built for a long time. You can't say they just threw it together, but I don't know anyone who's particularly interested. Orange Cassidy pins Kip. Yeah, sure. Uh, and then Miro's pissed and beats him I'd up say after. maybe Chuck Taylor gets the fall, and then Miro breaks up with Kip. Um, we got Cody versus Scorpio Sky versus Penta versus Lance Archer versus Max Caster versus TBA in the face of the Revolution ladder match for a future AEW TNT championship. I'm going with my boy Penta. Obviously, it makes sense that the like surprise person wins this yeah. match, but uh, Penta future TNT title shot. This guy sh- should be champion. So yeah, I'm going with Penta. Uh, yeah, I'll go. Let's. Ethan Page is my guess. Right. Really, this isn't going to be a championship match at a pay-per-view. It's going to be on Dynamite. So you could literally go with any one of these guys. Yeah. You want to put a bit of steam behind Scorpio Sky, you can give it to him. Like, if you want to try and just be like, oh, remember this guy? It can really go either way. I, a future TNT title shot can just be a main event on Dynamite in a yeah. couple of weeks. Uh, does does Jade or Shaq get involved to stop Cody from winning? Does FTR and Ethan Page join forces? Maybe. Like, there could yeah. be some tomfoolery. Even, even this this new person coming out, you can always have someone run out and attack them to set up an, a feud so they don't necessarily have to win. Yeah. But I would go with the mystery. Um, Adam Page versus Matt Hardy. Winner receives the loser's 2021 first quarter earnings and licensing licensing yeah they said like license so i guess pro wrestling tees all that kind of stuff fuck does matt hardy have t-shirts on there probably i mean yeah. everyone's got uh i'm i will turn off the tv if matt hardy wins uh please don't because we're watching it together um i'm gonna say matt hardy yeah because it makes sense like storyline wise it makes sense i just don't care about this i love hangman and i'm like yeah you're in this rut and it's part of your story that you're like look where you are now considering where you were last year putting on the match of the year and now you're fighting matt hardy i i think there's more fun to be had with matt hardy losing yeah um you can now maybe he can't really afford jack anymore and has to have He's sipping on like rent. cheap wine or oh. something like that oh. afterwards. Like the cheap. Whiskey. I think there's more. It we've got this sort of uh, Adam Page is this like lost millennial trying to find himself and doesn't know whether he wants to be with friends, be on his own. It kind of makes sense. Just heap on the depression and have him lose his first quarter running. That's depressing. Yeah, I, I, it makes way more sense with that because there's so many then then he definitely wants to join the dark order they still want him they yeah. still want to have his back and and whatever but i i just it, matt hardy why is why why is he on the pay-per-view yeah, i agree why it's, is this a, it's match? a waste of page look at who else look you you just mentioned that ladder match or that tag battle royal look at all the stars in there that could i would want penta versus adam page as a pay-per-view match yeah. i would gladly pay to watch that match but instead i'm paying to watch matt hardy versus adam page it's a little backwards mm. why is why is 
Uh, why isn't Matt Hardy in that ladder match instead of someone like it? Just like why is? I don't think Matt Hardy should be in any more ladder matches. I don't think Matt Hardy should be wrestling <laughs> yeah. right now. Like realistically, I don't want to just say fuck Matt Hardy. Like he should be the manager of, and you know do the Robert Stone thing, Bivens thing. But every now and then in a tag or a dynamite match, sure. I don't think we should be seeing Matt Hardy on pay per view. No, anymore. I don't think so. And I'm not. I can't. Say, and Hangman's my guy, but I cannot say I'm excited for this match. Uh, we've got Hikaru Shida versus Rio Mizunami for the AEW Women's World Championship. I know Rio just went through this whole eliminator, but I think it needs to be Hikaru to retain. Yeah, I can't see Mizunami staying around, so I think Shida retains. Hopefully, maybe set up some sort of angle for a uh, someone else down the line, perhaps. Street Fight, Team Taz, Brian Cage and Ricky Starks taking on Darby, Allen, and Sting in a street fight. Yeah, Sting needs to win this match. Yep. Sting and Darby need to win this match to get rid of this team tag. They need to move on. Yes. Like, move away from this. And Darby's going to have a feud with whoever wins the TNT title thing. So, move away from this. But, yeah. yeah I want to see some violent stuff. Darby's going to do some crazy shit with Sting. Sting does some wild shit back in his days, too. So, yeah. like, who knows what they'll do. I think Darby, Allen, and Sting win. And then maybe we have a little shot of Sting, like, looking at the title or tapping the title or something. You want Sting versus Darby? Hey, Sting was the face of TNT for yes. years and years. He still is. So he he's still comes a, out every week. He's got a challenge for that title at some point. Sting's on every Dynamite. He is. So he is the face he of is. TNT. Uh, Young Bucks taking on Chris Jericho and MJF, the inner circle for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. Uh, I love the Young Bucks. I think they're the greatest tag team. I think it would freshen things up if they lost the titles right now. I, I feel there is still a lot of main event matches with the Bucks as champs. I, I see Pac and Phoenix taking on Bucks as champions is a big match. That'd um, be crazy. I see a Sammy Guevara return screwing over Oh, in a okay, yeah. Um, with with uh, Black Taurus. Black Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> well, he used to wear the panda head, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Panda and the Taurus. <laughs> yeah. And then finally, the exploding barbed wire death match for the AEW World Championship. Kenny Omega versus John Moxley. So I mentioned earlier, maybe they'll do the Onita Funk thing where Onita wants to help cover Funk. So what if Kenny's like, the match isn't over yet. And there's, he's been like cut up and exploded and he's like hurting. And he's like, Mox, uh, Mox, help me, help me. And Mox is like having second thoughts. Like, should I help this guy or whatever? And Kenny uses that and and beats him up. I think Moxley's going to take a little hiatus personally, mm. maybe even just for a few months. He's having a baby. He's alluded to it in the in the promos. I can see that. I, I think it would be good for him. Yeah. You know, rest up a little bit, spend time with your kid and he'll come back as hot, if not hotter right. than before when he returns. But Kenny needs, his run has only just started. Kenny needs this to... This is the first pay-per-view defense, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. So Kenny needs to retain. Yeah, Kenny retains and then... Like, it, it could go either way because Moxley, you know, he's still a hot character. But I, I'd rather see Kenny go. And I want Kenny to do more so, like, match matches, matches, wrestling matches yep. with feuds and, and stuff and, and go into that. And less of the silly shit. But I am interested in this exploding barbed wire thing. It sounds insane. I can't wait. Uh, so, Kenny retains. I feel we're kind of on the same page going into this pay-per-view. I I think there's going to be some good stuff there, but overall not quite as excited as previous AEW pay-per-views. Yeah. But uh, sometimes that's a good thing. Go in with lower expectations and be surprised. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I think so. I'm not super excited for this pay-per-view, but I will say it's the main event that has my attention. As a wrestling fan, I know we, again, we did this Deathmatch Ever show, but looking back at all some of the crazy stuff it's not happened wwe's never done this mm. and i think that's something they have 
they want to be like, look, we, we, we're the first people to do that over WWE. So it's... They've yeah. said they, they want to do like a variety show. They want to showcase every single style of wrestling there is. And this is a style. So yeah. uh, I think they're going to do it well. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to this one. Yeah. Moxie's going to come out to Wild Thing. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Con, buy it. Buy yeah. the song for the night. Yeah. Uh, so that was AEW Dynamite from March 3rd. Uh, I'd say I, overall, I don't want to say match of the night was Shaq, but I really enjoyed Shaq taking that bump. I thought it was really exciting. I mean, it was like wrestling is a, yeah. a show at the end. It's and it was the most entertaining thing on I, it. So I'm I much preferred AEW to NXT. Uh, NXT had some things that really shined for me. I loved Roddy versus Finn. I think maybe that was my match of the night. Or the the Tully thing. I for some reason really into. <laughs> I'm I'm super into Jack Jungle Boy Jack, and I loved seeing Tully tie it up with some of them there. And that slingshot suplex looked like he hadn't missed a beat. <laughs> so uh, I, I, overall, I enjoyed AEW more than NXT. Uh, I'm with you. I thought AEW was a really good show. Unfortunately, he tapered off a bit at the end. Uh, loved the Shaq match, and um, but Roddy and Finn was my match of the night, yeah. wrestling wise. Yeah, I th- I think I'm on the same thing there too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, BD Elite every Thursday, 1 p.m. live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast. We open up the Zoom call lines to any patron who wishes to call in and talk about AEW, NXT, or the wrestling scene in general. So if you wish to call in, now is your chance. Uh, But we're going to go, I believe, to Jake from the Windy City. Thank you, Jake. Yeah, you're always calling in now. You're our Thursday regular. Yeah, it's an honor. It's it, it's seriously an honor, guys. So, uh, you know, meeting you guys uh, back in the day a couple of years ago. So I always I always love chatting with you guys, uh, just talking the the wacky world of wrestling. So, um, overall, I did enjoy uh, Dynamite uh, last night. Um, I, I thought it was um one of their better go home shows, uh, in my opinion. But I, I have to agree with you guys. Um, the last half hour was a low point for me. Uh, that would be the one exception. Um. You know, I, I, I'm done with Matt Hardy, to be honest with you. Uh, it's it's become such how much he's been getting, how much he's been um, getting uh, every week. And it's been a, a lot of it. And he's not as durable as he used to be. I, I, I really think that, look, he can be a reliable, a reliable source um still in this industry but not in the ring in my opinion it, it, to me it, it's time for him to hang up the boots and look you know the 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 broken hardy stuff was was um was entertaining uh, entertaining a few years ago but it's like it's like right now it's like who cares now yeah but it's for me i i never want to say when someone should or shouldn't retire i i think there's Japan has a very different way where when you're getting older, you see them starting to go lower down the card and you've still got people like Yuji Nagata who um, if you put in like a US promotion, you'd probably go, ah, time to retire. But they they don't feature them too much. They put them in six man tags and that kind of thing. And every now and then you might get a like a New Japan Cup match like you got last year with Suzuki and Nagata. So I'm not saying I want to see Matt Hardy retire, but the way you're booking him, he shouldn't be in as prominent positions as he is. He shouldn't be taking a spot uh, on a pay-per-view in a singles match, in my opinion. The odd dynamite six-man tag, fine, whatever. But it's it 
it's too much. He's on on the screen way too much. He's wrestling way too much, in my opinion. And it it does make like Braden and I watch it together every week, and every time he's on the screen, we're just like, oh, I check out this. Okay, and that's coming right. from me. Look at my room. I got the Hardy Boys book when I was younger, signed by both of them. I got like their autographs. I got their toys when I was a kid. I was such a big fan of the Hardy Boys, and I just feel like now is the time to maybe just take a step back. And I thought that's exactly what he was going to be doing, and it's totally the opposite. It felt like it after the Sammy feud, and yeah. when he became these guys' yeah. managers, but then he's he's taking the spots again. It's, it makes me it makes me not want to watch. I don't care about this match yeah. at all. It's not, and it's, and you know, people are like, "Oh, Matt Hardy, remember there was a time he could have been world champ in WWE." It's like, well, maybe not. Yeah, it didn't really. I wasn't a big fan of him in TNA either. So, yeah. What other yeah. thoughts, Jake? Yeah, um, I, I apologize. Might be a little bit of a delay here. Uh, some crappy connection right now, but it's still better than the Impact feed. It's fine. <laughs> but other than that, like the the show was great. Yeah, it's, I appreciate it. But um, I, overall, it's great. And uh, there's a Cinemark theater. Uh, right by my uh, just a couple blocks from my house, so I might be going to might be going over there to uh, oh, to watch right. the pay per view. So oh, it's, nice, it's, yeah, they're yeah, it's really theaters. exciting. They they yeah, they announced that uh, AEW is partnering with Cinemark Theaters, and there's one chain of that uh, right uh, right by the mall uh, where I live at. So uh, looking forward to that. And the Shack match, um, you look, I, 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 I'm I, I'm a huge basketball fan as well, and uh, I watch as well. And how much. And look, he he exceeded my low expectations. Um, and 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 uh, how much he he sold that it was, uh, it was pretty funny. And it was and uh, I think I think after the ambulance when he went in, in the ambulance and then when they they opened the doors and it's like oh he became one with the force or something. So <laughs> I, I was expecting yeah I was expecting like a better follow up, but uh, we'll, yeah. we'll just see uh, what's gonna happen um going on from there and uh, it's gonna be interesting if he if he does show up with a panel with um charles barkley and kenny the jet smith and if he's gonna be there or or if he's gonna actually sell it so that's gonna be an interesting one he's not gonna sell it he didn't, <laughs> he didn't even sell this match this week i, I, I want to see him in the neck brace and everything i looked at his socials fine, this week and i was like <laughs> dude you have a match and they paying you for it and you're not even you, it. you look at Pat McAfee, dude was talking about it all out of his ass the whole time for NXT, but Shaq didn't give a shit. Maybe that was part of the lead up because he 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 showed he gave a shit because he took a bump, but I didn't necessarily thought his lead up to it because there was no good story, I guess, for this. That wasn't realistically. Right. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, thanks, Jake. Thank you, Jake. <clears throat> Yeah, and guys, uh, looking forward looking forward to our chat next week. Uh, I'm oh yeah, still still very excited, and I'm going to take this weekend to um, actually take the time to watch um, to watch all the matches and actually take some like a little bit of copious notes and uh, probably read, more, read up more on history. So uh, hope I will join guys next week. And, yeah, do you um, want to quickly tell everyone what we're doing? Yeah, what's the show? Yeah, sure. So I'm doing an up yours next. Uh, we're releasing it next Friday, right? Yeah, next Friday. Um, it's going to be the 1994 Super J Cup, uh, which Dave Meltzer called it the greatest single night tournament in wrestling history uh, uh, back, back in the day. And uh, I was reading the Observer, uh, reading the Observer issue on that week, and uh, it was it's like like all the all the the matches were like more, uh, more than three stars, and it was like it was uh, pretty interesting how we covered it and how. Um, <clears throat> And how he and how he got the show and 
And so it's going to be a very interesting, um, interesting review on next Friday. So I'm looking forward to that. And uh, so, yeah, thanks for guys for having me and um, rest in power to Jim Crockett Jr. Yeah, yeah man. Thanks right, very hey. much, Jake. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about that. Obviously, we, we love New Japan stuff, but we're going to be going back with Jake's pick to talk all about the, the Super is it Super J Cup 1994. I, I've watched this show back before and it's great. It's got some famous matches on it. So if you're a member of our Patreon, go uh, get your feedback in for the show next week. We'll put up the feedback thread Monday. But uh, that'll be a show we're recording next week. Ne- this week, we're doing a Was Next on the Patreon, where we're talking about a old episode of NXT from 2013. We're going in history. We're at, what, February 20th, 20th 2013. Uh, Big E's still our champion. And uh, we'll be talking about that. That'll be out this week. We're about to record this after this show. Uh, and then we have our Revolution Watch Along and Post Show. That'll be on the Patreon there as well. But if you want to join in for free, listen to us for free, not join the Patreon. We'll just be live on Twitch after the show. So there's yep. your way to catch us do that. And like Jake mentioned, we'll be doing an Up Yours with him for the New Japan Cup. But there's another Up Yours next week as well with Charbel. The do- chosen one. Doing Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah. So, so many different things. So many different shows. I'm excited for both of those shows. Two different Up Yours selections and totally different. And I'm, I'm all for it. So yeah. I'm super stoked. But yeah. Just want to say, how wild is it that AEW is going to be hitting the theaters before Black Widow and No Time to Die? <laughs> Crazy. I couldn't imagine going to the theaters right still. I, we're in Canada and things are different than the States and stuff. We're, we feel like we're in a different galaxy because we're so behind on things. Yeah. But I couldn't imagine going to – that would be the thing I'm going to, to break, like to go to the theater to see a revolution. Depends how it does. It depends how the safety things are. Yeah. Like you go into a supermarket with a hundred people. Yeah. Like I, I'd, I'd feel way safer sitting in a seat on my own with a mask on, with no one. I just around me. I'd rather not sit for five hours with a mask on. Yeah, that's true. Right? Like it's, it's not. That's not the revolution I'm waiting. No. For. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening, guys. Of course, up next is up. Deep impact is up. Shot in the dark is up. All on this very free feed. All the free shows because we love you guys, including best death match ever later out tonight, early Friday morning, the best death match ever with Damian Abraham. Go listen to us talk about all the fucked up shit in wrestling, including exploding barbed wire, which we'll be talking about this Sunday. I can't wait for this pay-per-view, mostly just that match and to hang out with you guys. That's the more fun. That's more fun than, than, than the wrestling these days. It's just Twitch chats and stuff. So thank you guys for listening. Of course, the socials at up next podcast, Twitter, Instagram for all the stuff, all the shows, everything. Thank yeah. you, guys. And one last plug. Join us tonight, 6 p.m. Eastern time on Stephanie Chase's YouTube channel. Uh, we'll be tweeting out the link in just a moment to watch Anita versus Terry Funk. Exploding barbed wire death match. Can't wait. Uh, can't, can't, can't wait. All the exp- We're watching way too many exploding things <laughs> lately. Thank you for listening. Take care. Goodbye. We'll talk to you Sunday. Be safe. And I hope Shaq is okay. Ahoy! Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.